0: We are live. Welcome to episode 21 of the High Slot Podcast. I'm here today, as always, with the boys, Bob Deuce. How are we? Snipsky. Yes, sir. Our behind-the-scenes guy, Jay Butts. How we doing? And myself, Andrew Coco Curry. How we doing today, fellas?
1: Uh, still recovering from the weekend. Definitely had a nice tasking weekend. Congratulations on um, Gender Reveal Coco. Uh, all the boys are out there um, getting after it, so that's that's how I, I've been. How about you, Benny? Great, man.
2: Uh, big weekend, like Bob said, working OT on the weekend. Let's go. No <laughs> golf, you know, just, you know, we should have been getting paid double. But, yeah, <laughs> it was sick. Coco's gender reveal is nasty.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely still recovering from that, <laughs> dude. I haven't got after it like that in a long time. I was definitely hurting. I'm still hurting, honestly. Um, but, yeah, it was a, it was a great time. A lot, of, a lot of boys were there. Big show out. Uh, for those who weren't there, I didn't see on social media – I'll uh, leak the news to you. It was a girl. So, uh, Colleen Coyne, wherever you're at, you got your next uh, Boston Pride prospect coming soon. Let's go. Keep her on your radar. Yes, sir. <laughs> we'll keep you in the loop. Um, but, yeah, great time this weekend. Uh, great time at the gender reveal. A couple other things going on in the world of sports right now. NBA Finals, Boston Celtics, down 3-2 in the series. Boys think they can come back or has Steph just been lights out?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not really a big basketball guy. I, I watched some of the games, and yeah, Steph Curry is out of this world. Like, that guy is so nasty at basketball. But I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Like, the NBA likes game seven, so they do, we'll yeah. see what happens. <laughs> yeah, they'll have the extender in
2: the next, next game. But uh, Celtics just been beating themselves from what I've seen. Too many turnovers. But yeah, I mean, Golden State, they've been there, what, six times? So.
0: Yeah, I mean, with the couple nights off we've had from hockey, I've got to watch finally a couple of those uh, Celtics games. be nice to see Boston win another championship, but yeah, dude, the way Steph's shooting right now, it's like you can't even guard that guy. Yeah. like i saw a comedy video it's like this guy he like always does like these skits like uh like pretend to be like nba guys and once like garden steph curry the guy gets out of bed and he's already like manning up on him <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he's I like yo that. he's like chill bro i'm not gonna shoot i'm not gonna shoot and he lets him give him space and he just nails like a three in his face and he's, he's like guarding him all day and then like the first shot of the game he just buries he's like yeah sub me out coach nothing i can do about that like this guy just doesn't miss nothing i can do yeah but yeah, dude, when you're shooting like that, there really is nothing you can do. It's been nuts. Uh, another big sporting event happening actually tomorrow is the U.S. Open here in uh yeah. in Brookline, Massachusetts at the Country Club. Boys got any predictions?
1: Uh, I mean, uh, I think DJ is going to have a big week.
0: After signing with the Live. Yeah, I come think, back yeah, I think he's going to come back. I think he's going to, oh, yeah, dude. I signed with the Live.
1: I just showed you guys what I'm made of. I'm going to come here. I'm going to absolutely rinse your tournament rinse it but like the thing is Brookline Brookline is a tough course yeah dude, it's that, so tough that'd be such dude. a
0: slap in the face to the tour if uh dj just or any of those guys really who just left the tour uh come back and win it oh yeah yeah uh that that rough man you see oh, the oh dude, no dude i guess it's the cra-
2: like i asked my dad i was like Hey, like, who do you think is gonna win? Like, you have any prediction? He goes, whoever can hit their drive or the straightest. Yeah, no kidding. Because, like, if you get in that rough, there's. They show the practice round. This guy's like Shane Larry. I mean, like, good golfers like just chipping out of it and like looking like one of us out there. You know what I mean? But yeah, if I have a prediction, uh, I like my boy. I've been I've been riding this. He's been good this year. I'm going Cam Smith. Oh, I, I like it. that pick. Yeah, honestly, it.
0: I was thinking him too. The mullet. The Aussie, yeah, the Australian. Love it, love he's been it. playing great golf. That guy's he's sick. But I think you sent me that video. Of the rough, where the guy drops it, and then the ball just disappears. Dude, it just disappears. <laughs> like,
3: how can your forearm's gonna explode when you that? <laughs>
0: yeah. You can't even see what you're hitting either. Like the ball's like totally gone in the rough. So yeah, like like what you said, the Colonel said. Like yeah. whoever's hitting fairways most consistently yep. probably will win it. I'm gonna go with the dark horse here. I like Will Zalatoris, he's dude, really? the young kid. Like like, he's in the uh, like you know top five i think he was in the lead and won the last couple tournaments i don't think he ended up winning but he he's been the- right up there dude the kid's yeah. been playing great golf i don't think a kid that young has won in a long time i wouldn't be surprised he comes out and shocks everyone you know and just who lights I,
2: out you know who actually like won his amateur title at one of the course of matt fitzpatrick he played there and he won an amateur uh championship there which i thought was interesting but hey he has success you never know
0: yeah it should be a good one for sure definitely uh excited to tune into that saw a lot of people already there today at like the practice oh rounds. yeah, like, yeah I, taking
2: pics i have three days of my life where i work i drive through there and it's nuts really yeah, yeah i see all like the signs for a lot parking and the stadies on every corner i saw like the shuttles for the u.s open and stuff yeah it's it's pretty cool honestly i'm like oh this is like big tournament in our backyard first time we get to experience something like that oh, did yeah. you see tom you saw a dj oh i think i did but like he was somebody was driving this like gray uh like suv and it said pga tour car oh, on it sure. on the side and i like looked over i saw i looked up and i saw somebody that looked like maybe dustin johnson yeah. pulling out of like an old townhouse on the like yeah i i was like oh i was kind of in the left lane he's pulling the right but i sniped it yeah. And I was like, is that that could be him? Because those guys, like, kind of low key, no one knows
3: who they are, you know. Like, I, I guess a bunch of them are staying at Brady's old house. Really? Like, yeah. they, they like made All the young guys? Guy. All the young guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the Heisman house. Yeah,
0: exactly. So don't take any of those guys to win, then. That's a stabbing cabin.
2: <laughs> stabbing cabin over at Brady's. Oh, my God.
0: A <laughs> stabbing yep. cabin. A lot of action going on in the world of sports. we got Stanley Cup Finals, which we're going to get into in a bit. we got NBA Finals, and then, yeah, U.S. Open. So big weekend for sports, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, not going to be leaving your couches too often this weekend, that's for sure. All right, before we get into the hockey talk today, we must acknowledge that we are here in the studio today thanks to our producer, Hedge Better Technologies, the Hedgebetter Sports Betting Platform is a revolutionary concept that creates a competitive advantage for every party involved in the sports betting process. The putting the odds in your hands, cutting out the middleman, and empowering a future generation of sports bettors. This sports betting platform is coming soon in 2023, but if you want to get early access, be sure to go check them out over at www.hedgebetter.com. That's www.hedgebetter.com. All right, why don't we get in some latest news around the NHL from the past week? So, after only six days since being fired as head coach of the Boston Bruins, Bruce Cassidy has been named the new bench boss for the Vegas Golden Knights. Boys, what are the thoughts on Bruce going to Vegas? <laughs>
1: Vegas is going to be a wagon again. All they were missing was a coach, and they got him. And thanks to Don Sweeney. They should send Don Sweeney a thank you <laughs> card. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's all he that's all he needed was a head coach you got jack geichel you got Max you got max Batcheretti. you got mark stone you got a great defense i mean they got to find a little bit of goaltending but other than that bro like vegas is back on the horse
2: yeah i uh said prior uh pods that he was gonna end up there and i was, was glad to see i was right uh it's just like a loaded team and they they're kind of veteran oriented they added Eichel who's he's on the verge of probably being in his prime at this point. He needs a kick in the ass, I think. They just need to find a solid goaltender. Maybe they love Leonard. I don't know how they feel about those guys, but yeah. they really need to figure it out with a real starting goaltender. And we'll be talking like Petra Angelo and you got Shea Theodore on D. Like it's a perfect match, I think, for Bruce. And I'm glad that he got a got a real good draw, you know, with the teams that were open. Bruins uh you know it sucks because we don't have a guy we don't even we haven't hired anyone it's like all right so we have no plan
0: or right, still you know yeah I mean Br- Bruce made out the best in this situation yeah. dude I know he was pissed about you know being canned from Boston he won the be here. he said he had basically had the the spoke to be tattooed on him I mean he came up through the Bravi Bruins yeah, system and then years. earned his way as the the coach of the the Boston Bruins but I mean if there's a Better like situation he could have went to. This is it with with Vegas and I like you guys said. I think Vegas is right back in the mix. I mean, the Bruins were a premier defensive team under Bruce Cassidy. I mean, that's kind of his style of coaching, and that's exactly what Vegas needs. It puts them right back into the mix of being a favorite to win the Stanley Cup next year. I know goaltending might be an issue. I like the Logan Thompson kid. Yeah, I know he he had like twenty about twenty starts this year. Like nine fifteen save percentage, two six goals allowed for first year in the league, that yeah, ain't yeah. bad. Now with Bruce behind the bench and, you know, more defensive-minded, you know, approach to the game, I think they're going to be a wagon next year. Oh, I mean, sure. you look at their roster, this team's in win-now mode. Eichel, yep. Patches, Stevenson, yep. Marsha So, Theodore, Petrangelo, Stone. Yep. Those guys are all vets. All vets who are willing to buy in to what Bruce is going to bring to the table. He's not dealing with, you know, the young kids who are just going to bitch and moan about being yelled at and, you know, you know, being criticized, he's got some vets that are gonna back him, and this just makes the Bruins look like complete shit. I oh, mean, yeah. I mean, you you fire the guy, and six days later, he's got a new gig. Like, what what does that tell you?
1: On a better team, too. It shows that he's a good coach. That's what it shows.
0: Yeah, but yeah, it shows that we made the wrong move. We fucked up, and. Trent Frederick and Jake DeBrusque, you better go out and score 30, 40 goals next year for running Bruce Cassidy out of town because this is all on you.
2: What this looks like is, like, really bad for the front office of the Bruins. It looks like he was absolutely the scapegoat because if he was really, like, not the, like, he wasn't it to, like, bring a team to the Stanley Cup or whatnot. No one would have touched them. them. They would have been like, all right, you got to wait it out a couple, whatever, a year. You got to be assistant coach somewhere. But no, the team was like, oh, word, like, <laughs> Vegas, like, let's
0: go. They yeah, were I mean, I think everyone around the, the hockey world was shocked that the Bruins were dumb enough to let Bruce Cassidy go. You probably had, like, like the front office in Vegas, like, giggling, like, dude, these idiots really just let like, go, oh, Bruce yeah. Cassidy? Like, yeah, let's sign him up. Like, I'm sure the whole hockey world was thinking the same thing. It it's just- same
1: with Trotsy, too, of, like, the Islanders. Everyone was kind of like, what the hell?
0: Like, yeah, why, that- why would you let him he, go?
2: Didn't he re- step down? I think Trotsy no, 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 like got
0: fired. Rick Bonus stepped, uh, yeah, stepped down. Yeah, Bonus stepped down. But uh, yeah, Trotsy got canned. But yeah, dude, this just more bad news for the Bruins. Yeah. Just, I, the I bad get, news Bruins. It's a tough look. Just our front office just looks like absolute circus show.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm getting more info that like the owner, like J, Charlie Jacobs, stepped in and was like, hey, Don, Cam, you're not going to fire yourself. So what's going to change? You know what I mean? That's. It's kind of what I've been hearing, like, oh, yeah, Sweeney was like, I'm not going to fire, or Cam was like, I'm not going to fire Don, so I'm going to have to get rid of Bruce. It's like,
0: not the right decision. No, no, definitely not. Get rid of everybody. So, you know, with Bruce out of town, that means the Bruins got to fill a void here as their head coach. So there's been some rumblings around the league about some potential candidates for the Bruins' next head coach. I've heard Jay Leach is going to get interviewed. He's the assistant coach for the Seattle Kraken former head coach of the Providence Bruins. I've also heard Nate Lehman's name being uh, tossed around. He's the current bench boss for the Pravi Friars, and he was the uh, coach for Team USA at World Juniors. I've also heard Jim Montgomery, current assistant coach of the St. Louis Blues and former head coach of the University of Denver and Dallas Stars. And I've also heard David Quinn's name in the mix, the former BU coach um, and Rangers coach, and he coached the U.S. Olympic team this past uh, winter. Any of those guys you see as a good fit?
1: Nate Lehman's the only option here out of everyone, and if they don't go and get him and we, and we get anyone else, I think the Bruins are going to be in the downhill. I mean, we're going to be in a downhill spot right anyways, but I think with Nate Lehman, we're going to get all those dark ages a little quicker, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I look at Lehman, very successful coach at Providence. He's led them to 10 consecutive winning seasons, national championship in there. He's coached plenty of players who have gone on to be NHL draft picks and studs in this league. The only thing that scares me, no experience coaching at the NHL level, at all, not even as mm-hmm. assistant, it scares me a little bit. It kind of pre- you but, kind of
1: yeah. prove that he can hop a level. That's how you that's how you like progress. Right.
0: But I mean, yeah. I mean, you'll only know if he gets a chance. It just, you know, clearly he can coach the college guys, but but can he coach, you know, the, the older guys yeah. and the guys that are the pros?
2: Yeah, it's like all all those guys kind of scare me because they're all like, oh, they're former like pretty much all college guys, not like they have been successful in the NHL, you know. But I, one that kind of scares me the most, and I know he's not a great coach, but I think the players would like him is Dave Quinn because you got a bunch of BU Terriers on our team that he probably coached, right? Like yeah, you got Grizzly, you got Grizzly McAvoy, uh, Well, Coyle's a BU Terrier, but he played for Parker. But anyway, like I feel like they could like say something like, "Oh yeah, like McAvoy likes Quinn. Let's do that something." But I don't know. I like I like what the Lehman. Like, I, it's just not great pickings for us. You know what I mean? Like Jim Montgomery, I like the blue, he played uh, assistant coach for the blues. I like hearing that. Like, that's interesting to me, but it's just like, no, there's no solidified guy like where we're going to be like, Oh, we're going to be successful, you
0: know, right away. Yeah, no, that's for sure. I mean, a lot of these guys have their pros and cons like Jim Montgomery. uh, He won a natty ship with Denver uh, back in the back, like 10 years ago in, in when he was the head coach of Dallas, he was successful there. But he was fired for unprofessional conduct, and yeah. I heard it was um, related to like alcohol abuse. Yeah. And he checked himself oh, the rehab. Oh, I heard about that. I heard he was again. a good yeah, coach yeah, yeah, though, yeah. but he kind of fell off the rails. Uh, Jay Leach, I do. Uh, I'm going to say right now, I do not want yeah, that guy coaching the I was, I was the literally going to say I don't that want too. him near us. I
2: don't, if he's Dude, if he's
0: the one that's uh, If that's like, who they choose, we're fucked. If he's the
2: one the probably coach that's supposed to be like developing the guys he didn't and he, develop and he, any he, of those, yeah, guys. and then like. Sweeney's like oh we want him because he like that's that's where
0: we, I draw the line yeah you I mean, know what I mean
2: I don't want him dude, I don't,
0: yeah Jay Leach I mean he knows the system but he has no proven success I yeah. mean especially when it comes to developing players in Prov- Providence like Stanika, a couple of his other guys who like did not pan out and then he went over to Seattle and they were an absolute dumpster fire yeah. this year like he has no proven success whatsoever Dave Quinn's interesting to me.
2: That's that's the most. He's interesting. interesting He's interesting
0: too. He's a former coach of number of the guys, like you said, yeah. at, from coaching at BU. Yep. Uh, he did have a quick stint with the Rangers, so he's got some experience. He developed a lot of those young studs on the current New York Rangers team, like that kid, Line Heidel, uh, Kako, oh, yep. those guys who were you know really putting up good numbers for the Rags this year. He. You know, I he wasn't most successful coach with the Rangers, but I also think he wasn't really given much of a shot. They let yeah. him go like cup only after like 2 or 3 years, really. Yeah, he wasn't really that didn't problem. give him a chance to like really solidify himself. Is he a Boston guy too? Yeah, I think he's from
1: Boston. Yeah, he's a Boston guy. I think he's from
0: Boston. And yeah, I feel like if they kind of stuck with him a little bit, he kind of groomed this team that they have right now who made this great run in the playoffs this year. So, Dave Quinn I, I wouldn't hate that. It's probably gonna be between it's gonna
1: be on um, between Quinn or Lehman. Lehman I, yeah. I think I think Lehman would be the best bet because, hey, if Lehman becomes bench boss, you never know. Maybe Cali might get a, a little burn. Yeah,
0: Cali, call him up. Yeah. yeah,
1: Quinn. Quinn's from Rhode Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's well, awesome. Cran- he's yeah, from around just, here. Yeah, yeah.
2: Crancy, yeah, I just looked at that too, but uh, I just I would rather throw Cali in there than Grizz
0: at this point. You know what I mean? I'd say Grizz down the A.
2: I'm not even joking.
0: I wouldn't hate that, but yeah, I mean, like you said, Smirnyk. Like none of these coaches are solidified. You're, you're taking a shot, no matter who you who you pick from these candidates. If I, I haven't really heard any other names out there that really, you know, surprised me. Like no Trotsy. Yeah, no, no, Trotsy one, would man. never. That's come that's there. who
2: I would pick. What about Alina,
0: <laughs> Alina Vigneault? Oh, Vigneault?
2: Vigneault, I, I could see him being a laid back coach. I've seen some videos of him laughing on the bench and stuff. No, like he, funny he's so he's considered old school. Yeah, though. yeah, I like him, though, as a coach. He's definitely not had great teams. Like, he coached Philly. Like, Philly hasn't re- – I mean, didn't he take – he took Philly pretty far, didn't he, one, uh, the
1: years he coached? He, uh-huh. was, he wasn't, like, terrible every
2: year. I yeah. think they
0: were decent and then they, they, yeah. Yeah. they, they fell, right. fell off he the wagon. He wasn't the coach Philly. when they went to the finals.
2: No. No, no. no,
0: that was way before him, I think. Um and then I've I've also heard that the Beasle are potentially looking at some like assistant coaches for like Tampa and um Colorado right now. But I mean obviously those guys probably aren't taking interviews when they're in the middle of a Stanley you Cup run. Hulk, no. yeah. You think they'll interview Chris Kelly? I didn't hear his name on the list. Yeah, I also do not hear mike Savard, who I would have liked to see at yeah. least get an interview, but I heard nothing from guy him, like Chris
2: Kelly I'd like to see also. I mean Mark Savard would be sweet too, but like Chris Kelly, he's been there. He's a could be a player coach. Like, you know, he was one, you know, like he was a very good hockey player too. Like Savard too, but Savard got hit in the, hit in the uh, rocks a couple of times. Yeah. Too many, who knows, yeah. but. <laughs> Dude, imagine
1: yeah. an interview, like a coach interview, like trying to become coach for the Bruins and you got Don Sweeney and he's just asking you a question. He's like, yeah, so if Jake Brush goes in the corner and loses the puck and doesn't back check, when are you going to say it to him? <laughs> and you would be like, oh, you'll get him next time, Jake. Don't worry about it. <laughs> All right. We like you. We'll, we'll give you a call. You know what I mean like it's it's probably like something stupid like that like I'll do my Dom Sweeney impression.
2: So, uh, Mark. So if you uh see Jake go up the boards and he's playing defense and he doesn't move his feet and puts his stick out and the defenseman walks by, him, what are you gonna say? Oh, <laughs> uh, oh yeah, yeah, no problem. Just make sure you get in the stick stick in the lane next time. Just get him
1: next time, buddy.
0: We love you. I mean, yeah. So. I mean, we got to hire someone soon. I feel like the longer the, we wait, like the more. It's going to be The Jay more in trouble. It's going to be It's going to suck. All. Oh, dude, if, it, if it's Jay. Baby Leash, setup. That's what they tank want. For, tank for Bedard if that's the case, dude. <laughs> be all done. Speaking of coaching, um, coaching changes around the league, nothing is confirmed just yet, but the Philadelphia Flyers have offered John Tortorella the head coach position in Philly. We called it a few weeks ago. What do you guys think of the potential signing of Torts to Philadelphia?
1: I think it's a perfect fit. Like we said, well, like I said last time, it was it's a boot camp. It's a boot camp like <laughs> environment. If you bring in Tortorella, and that's what they need. Like they need a whole like ass turnaround in that organization. Dude, like they got a bunch of young guns. Like I like that kid Cam York. They got on um, yeah. on, on the back end. They just need to develop him and everything. And the forward the forwards aren't like aren't terrible. They're just like getting a little getting a little older and like. They need to develop him more. Like that connect knee guy's like he, I think he's like six years into his uh, into his career, and he can be a lot better. So and um, you got the hometown boy Kevin Haynes, out there too. Crazy. So Neander, I don't know if Neander's gonna return, but yeah, I, th- I think like I think that's a great fit for Toronto.
2: Uh yeah, I like it. like we said, uh, they need a kick in the ass. The Flyers uh, definitely need like that military type, like because they've been dog shit. Like they. They literally, it's literally don't be in last place. Yeah. They got that's the also, expectations. Yeah, yeah. Also, it's like Bobby Brink, that kid too. He play, we watched him play for Denver in the Natty Ship. That kid's got potential. He's good. Yeah. He just got to make sure he backtracks or he'll get benched. No, he, yeah. he, he plays a total game. He All
1: gets right. in the corners. He gets, yeah. he, gets he plays defense. Yeah. He does everything.
2: Yeah. No, it's, it's good because they're, they're just got to be middle of the road. It's not, they're not going to make the playoffs next year. It's just, just make sure you're better than this year and then. Torts is going to get another shot, depending on what the contract is, and they got to draft. <coughs> Excuse me, they got to draft better. They just got to, and they got to sign better free agents, and they got Couturier too, right? Yeah, he's kind of aging, though. Yeah, like, but I yeah. mean, you can play hockey until you're like 35, 40, You know, like with, he's with not his, that. He's not there yet. With his
1: injuries, though, I don't know how long his career is going to last. Yeah, he, he's been I, injured a lot. Yeah,
2: I mean, he'll probably still be be sticking around, so he'll probably do keep him. Uh, you know them, but
0: yeah i think this is just what the flyers need i mean this is going to be their seventh head coach in the past 10 years they need some stability um torts is going to get the keys to the castle in philly i mean he's going to have free reign to do whatever he wants there's no superstars really on that team that are going to like bitch and moan about him being like being tough so i think torts is perfect they got a young group of guys um it's going to be perfect for torts to, you know, mold them as players and you know kind of Turn them into just young savages, guys who are just gonna go out there and grind night in, night out. And like you said, the expectations aren't gonna be high at all. Like it's gonna be like, yeah, just be middle of the pack. Like, and if anything, if they do any better, then that's like a, that's a huge win for them because yep. they were awful this year. Um, Torts is gonna be breaking out the whip on these fellas oh, for yeah. for certain. You know, a lot of bag skates, a lot of you know barrel on center ice. You know, get ready, boys.
1: <laughs> yeah, everyone that's on the flyers right now is probably like just like fuck. They're like running up and down like Wally Beach. I've it, yeah, those local yeah. guys. I,
0: gotta, I gotta lay off the sauce. <laughs> those,
3: those guys literally. have Oh yeah, what'd you say? I, I say the minute that ink that ink dries for Toys to Be the Coach, Yandel's retiring. he's. Oh yeah, he's.
2: like, Yo, Dave, can I get that bar stool?
3: Yeah, uh, yeah, like contract. Yeah, he's getting the fuck out. Yeah, okay. Chicklets. He's like, can Yeah, can I get signed pay? by Chicklets? Can I get yeah. that
2: base pay, Dave? But uh, yeah, no. I was gonna say, uh, the, all those guys have on on Philly like no leverage to bitch and moan about anything too like towards is gonna tear him up like they better watch out because yeah. he's gonna be calling. Be like oh you guys suck you oh man you're,
0: you're done <laughs> your mother yeah hazy lay off the sauce this something guy.
1: <laughs> yeah he's gonna be on wally
0: beach that's gonna. that's what i'm saying he's gonna be up and down wally beach yeah. with a shirt off yeah. <laughs> sweating all that booze up. boys better get in shape a lot of bags gates coming um in other coaching news too A local brewery in Winnipeg has offered Barry Trotz free beer for life if he is signed as the head coach of the Jets. You boys taking that deal, if you Trotz? Fuck yeah, I'm taking
1: that. Are you serious? He's dude. He's already made so much money, and he already proved himself as an NHL coach. And I think Winnipeg is gonna be. It's not like the sexiest place to go play, but like they they kind of have like a roster that he can build around and stuff like that. Like they just need to like if he comes in and does his game plan, implements his game plan. For that roster, they're gonna be a hell of a hockey team. They got the Kyle Connor, Blake Wheeler, Mark Scheifele. Like, the list goes on. There's a lot of good players there. Hellebuck, Vesna, winner in yeah. one year. And like, yeah, dude, I would take that. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. How, how much beer is that? As <laughs> much, much as you drink. want. Yeah, <laughs> that's insane. Dude,
2: yeah, they're not cutting them off. Down. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I like I like Winnipeg for him because that's more of a it's probably a more high end talent. Like, compared to, like, the uh, Islanders, they play the same type of game, but they got way better players on, like, Winnipeg, like Bob was saying, like Kyle or Like, they Islanders don't have that, but they play a defensive base style, too. Uh, I mean, if, if, if I were him, I'd look at Dallas. Dallas is really good. Yeah. They, they, they don't play as good defense, but they score a lot of goals, and they got Ottinger now
0: coming back, and that kid's red hot coming off his playoffs. Yeah, I mean, Winnipeg is Trotsy's home providence in Canada, too. So it seems like oh, that would be a perfect maybe he's fit gonna retire, for him to come you know. home. I mean, the guy who would be most psyched about this signing has to be Connor Hellebuck because Trotsy is defensive-minded, yeah. you know, defense first. And, you know, Winnipeg struggles defensively big time. I mean, Hellebuck's been left out to dry for the past, like, three or four seasons. Like, and he si- won Vezina Ever somehow. since he's won the Vezina. <laughs> yeah. He's had the most shots against in the league, like, by far, it's not even close, and he still has solid numbers. Yeah. But his defense is letting him out to dry. So I think this would be an ideal signing for Winnipeg, bringing Trotzzi in and kind of shaking things up, changing the style of play a little bit. And like I said, they they got some key pieces in there. Like there shouldn't be any reason that if Trotzzi comes in, Winnipeg should be a um, playoff team next year. They 100%. should have been one this yeah, year. Yeah, they should have been they for the past. It. Like you know, this year, they definitely you know underachieved. Last year they made the playoffs, you know, but didn't go as far. I, I think bringing in Trotzzi would be huge for them. All right, another news around the NHL. Goaltender Miko Koskinen is leaving the Edmonton Oilers to go head overseas to play in the Swiss National League. Koskinen was a pending free agent this year. Thoughts on the move by Koskinen, the head overseas? Uh, is that is that where he's from over there? No, I think he's like He's finished. He's finished, he's finished? Yeah, he's finished. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I
2: mean, I heard Sweden, like, that's a good pro league over there. I see a bunch of guys go. He must be, like, just... Edmonton must have told him something, you know. He must have had some exit interview that didn't go well or something. Because why well, are you going to leave the show? You get like this is your best bet. Oh, at that age, how old is he? Thirty four. Oh, Koskin? Yeah. Jesus, what the hell was that? I thought he was young. <laughs> He's been around
1: for a bit, I yeah. guess, huh? The, the Oilers love just like signing yeah, old guys. Yeah, I mean,
2: they probably yeah. would. They might have said, "Oh, we got this kid Dryden coming in. McKay you're, you're probably not going to get any." Playing time? No, Plus, he's the Leafs. Oh,
1: Johnny McKay. Oh, right? am I
2: thinking about? The, oh
1: shit! Yeah, it's the I Oilers. Know, I'm, We're talking right. about the yeah, Oilers. <laughs> Oilers.
2: My bad. But uh, anyway, yeah, they got Mike Smith. Like, who are they gonna have hmm. in that dude? <laughs> They're hurting. Yeah, between the between the pipes. Pipes. yeah. I was
1: just yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean uh, they, they do have some <laughs> options. You got Flurry out there. Like, if, he, if he, he's if not gonna retire. Like, just call me up, Coach. I'm in. Yeah, I'm ready. D- yeah, dude. Like, honestly, Koskinen. Yeah, I think I agree with Vinny. I think they might have told him so. I think Ken Holland was like, "Hey, bud, pack your shit." Like. Like what? What to say? Like you're like just say you're going over there willingly before we like just release you. You know what I mean? Like you know, like just save the fucking embarrassment. Yeah,
0: I I think it's a bit surprising. I mean, I don't blame Koskinen for the move. He's thirty four years old. Probably would not have been the starter for Edmonton next year, anyways. Um. This leaves potentially Mike Smith as their only goalie for next year. But Yikes. but th- there's no Sheesh. way there's there's absolutely no way you can bring back Mike Smith if you want a legit shot at winning the cup Fuck next no. year. Like they're out of their mind if they do that. Yeah. So who does Edmonton go out and get? Some potential free agent goalies are Mark Andre Fleury, Darcy Kemper, Ilya Samsonov, Jack Campbell, Casey DeSmith, Alexander Georgiev. There's, there's some guys out there that they could go and get and they, they need to. You can't bring back Mike Smith. You actually can't. Flurry would be so nasty with them. That's what I'm thinking.
1: I think, I think on those, the, I saw the list. I think the two goalies that you really look at, I'll see Flower for fucking the first spot, the starting position. And I like that kid Scott Wedgwood. Wedgwood yeah, He he, yeah. he backed up All in injury Obviously he's not Going to be starting Over there But the thing is, like Over at um, Dallas But the, the thing is like He's going to be A backup over in Dallas Like That kid All there Is going to be a Fucking oh, yeah. he's a that, stud. That, that kid's going to be A stud, stud, for, stud for years to come So If Wedgwood is like An un- unrestricted free agent I, If I was him I'd, I, I would talk to, to The Oilers I can see him In an Oilers really, uniform too When you sent that
2: You sent that list Over in the Slack uh, A couple of days ago I was like you know, who I liked who played well, but he got hurt was Casey Smith, yeah, too. Yeah, I, I like that. Yeah, he's, he, he's solid. Like, he definitely had shaky during the regular season, but he came to play. And, like, if he didn't get hurt, I think friggin' Penguins win that series. But, uh, yeah, that's Wedgwood, like him, too. Like, he, he was a big pickup for the Stars uh, off of New Jersey, right?
0: Yeah he, yeah, he was yeah, yeah. he was New pretty decent in yeah, New yeah, Jersey. Yeah, but if, that's I'm, bottom of the barrel. but
2: if I'm him, I like I I just I like Dallas for him. Like you got two really young solid goalies, Ottinger and Wedgwood and You can split time. You don't have to ride a horse like one horse. You know. Yeah, but
1: what, uh, like the goalies like to have their own show though. Yeah. So like if if yeah. he see if he sees he's not like Ottinger, i yeah, way better than him. He's probably like fuck it. I'm just gonna go over to like the Oilers and try to win with them. Because dude. The Oilers are getting to the point where like they're, they're driving Connie McDavid to be a fucking unfaithful prick now. Yeah, he's, right. he's going out like cheating on his girlfriend and shit. Like he's probably he's just like he's like wow, I just like carried my team all the way to the Western Conference Final and just can't win. You know what I mean? Like any like, delays? He he yeah, he's taking he his demons up. up in the, in the I know, field. dude. He was like cross-eyed, and the guy just goes, "Hey, Connie, He looks at the at the camera. He's like, "Huh?" And he's like, "Oh shit, <laughs> shit someone yeah. saw me fuck," and then it's just all over like the internet. The so like, girls them, are rocket, too. The <laughs> code, though. Come on. I don't
2: expect anything less from him. Best <laughs> hockey player yeah, in the yeah, world. Like the, the king of Canada. The way he plays hockey, come on, dude. Got you got to be burying. <laughs> on you gotta,
0: and off the ice, you got to be burying. Yeah, you got yeah, you you
2: all those at-bats, dude. Tap one back door. <laughs> I wouldn't be married, dude, if I was him. I'd just be stabbing cabin. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, going back to the goaltending situation in Edmonton here, I think Fleury would be the perfect fit. That's just me. I think if they want to go out and win a cup next year, I think you go and grab Flurry. But he's also 37 years old. You got to look for your future, too. I mean, who, who knows how many more good years he has left they in him? They might as well get Mike Smith in, to back him up. In, <laughs> gee, no, Mike Smith can't be on that roster they next year. Been. He's going to be the
1: goalie coach, maybe. Fuck that. Yeah,
0: he might as well, yeah, just sign him as a bench coach or yeah. something, dude. Like equipment manager. Yeah, he's like a trainer. Yeah, dude. Yeah. He's, he's doing it. He's watching everyone's job. He can't jobs. be the trainer, dude. Oh, I not even like physical training. I'm like, that guy's a mess. <laughs> no, dude. No, he, he's like
1: he's like sniffing Connors like fucking jock. He's like, I always wanted to do this, but I couldn't get yeah, the chance. Yeah, pick.
0: he looks like a serial killer. <laughs> but I think Fleury would be a great fit, but he's also bounced around from like team to team. Like I, I think he wants to stay put in Minnesota because he's got a good deal going in Minnesota there. I don't see why he would leave. They're not far away. No, they're they're right on the brink too. But Casey DeSmith I think would be a great pickup for them. Proved himself in the playoffs this year, had an unfortunate injury. And then maybe you take a bid on like Jack Campbell or like Alexander Georgiev there. Jack Campbell looked solid for the Leafs for a, a good half to three quarters of the season, and the wheels kind of fell off for him. Georgiev really hasn't gotten any chance to prove himself. He was supposed to be like a, yeah. like a big prospect coming up too, and then Shasty just you yeah. know stole the spotlight. Took the rant. I yeah. think that'd be a good move for Gore. You have to get out of there because he's not seeing
2: much time. The way yeah, they he's gone. the way they uh, use like their goalie situation over there in New York, it's like they ride the they ride the bull.
1: Yeah, they ride Chastity yeah. until he has a bad game, yeah, and then they it, put in give, they, which just once every like ten games. But
2: you can do that with Chastity. He's so consistent. You don't have to like worry about him getting in his own head. That's that's what I think it comes down to when like teams like use how they use their goalies like they split tuca half the season here and he was good enough to be like maybe 60 70 games but he just i don't think he could carry it mentally you know nah, I mean?
0: but then like, you get into the playoffs and these guys are gassed
2: yeah you know yeah. it's tough
0: so edmonton you got some options just don't bring back mike smith and you guys will probably be all all set
1: <laughs> and then I'll, colin mcdavid is not requesting a trade i'll laugh so hard if mike smith mike smith returns i'd be so full fo-
0: Oh my God. 47 year old Mike Smith. Then McDavid's semi cheating on his girl every night, dude. He's like, dude, I got this plug in between the pipes, dude. Like, what am I supposed to do? He's just thinking about Mike Smith when he's going to town. He's just like,
2: fuck. <laughs> fuck. All
0: right. Speaking of goaltenders, former Buffalo Sabres goaltender Ryan Miller will have his number raised into the rafters in the upcoming 2022 2023 season. Ryan Miller spent over a decade with the Sabres and will join Hall of Fame goalie Dominic Hasek as the only other netminder to have his number retired by the team. Thoughts on Ryan Miller and his number retired, boys?
1: Absolute legend. He's probably, like, one of the most consistent goaltenders. Yeah. Like, he was just consistent. Like, he wasn't really, like—I mean, he had a couple of seasons where he was like, holy shit, Ryan Miller, like, whatever. He, did. he won the heart one year, didn't he? I
0: don't know if he won heart. He won Vesna.
1: Yeah, I think he might have won MVP, if I'm not mistaken. I might be wrong, but— yeah, he had a, he had like a couple seasons. Where you're like, holy shit! And then like, but like his bad years weren't like necessarily bad years. Like he, yeah. he was he was always just consistent.
0: The team might have been bad, but like, he wasn't playing exactly. Bad himself. Yeah,
1: yeah, and like, yeah, it's well deserved that he's getting his. Like that's sick that he's getting retired with on Dominic Hassett. Yeah, though. right. That's, that's nasty. That, 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 yeah. I mean,
0: Ryan Miller should be Hall of Famer too, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah I, I think he I should. Think so. Yeah, like I I always
2: like Bob well, said he was consistent. I. Ryan Miller was always a great goalie, like, whenever I seen him out there. But he he had some runs with Buffalo, like, yeah. in the playoffs. Old school Buffalo, too, yeah. the red and um, yeah, black yeah, red jerseys. And, yeah, but then they – I think he was, like, in between where it was, like, the end of those jerseys, and then he wore, like, those – Dust ones. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the dust ones. <laughs> the worst jerseys of all time. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I gained so much respect for him in that gold medal, like, the Olympics that year when he absolutely carried us. Carried. He, we were good, but, like, the way Ryan Miller played was unbelievable. And then Sid the Kid broke, broke heart. everybody's heart. I was I hated him. I legit, I love him now. Like, I just have respect for him, but I couldn't
1: stand him. Yeah, it took me six years. Yeah, to,
2: oh, man. I was yeah. like, once I saw Sid, like, win those cops, I was like, I was ruined for him. But, like, before that, I was like, I want to see his head on a steak, dude, yeah. after
0: what he did to us. That, that wound still hasn't healed. That He's was, so that nasty, though, for that. But just to read some of uh, Ryan Miller's stats, he's the franchise's all-time leader in games played with 540, all-time leader in wins with 284, and all-time leader in saves. He played in the league for 18 years, and he's the winningest U.S.-born goalie in NHL history. That's Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. Former Vesna Trophy winner back in 2009-2010, led the Sabres to -to back-to-back conference finals appearances in 2005-2006, and then the 2006-2007 seasons unreal olympic goalie too like you guys said that can't go unnoticed his performance in the 2010 olympics was just like nasty. was something else it was ungodly 946 save percentage in that olympics uh, up against like the best town in the world canada was so sick that year too led us it was nasty too. Yeah. Like, russia was stacked led us to the gold medal game and then we, we all know what happened after that i don't want to talk about it never forget <laughs> where i was <laughs> wait what happened yeah exactly <laughs> All right. Why don't we get some playoff update? So, the records after the first, second, and conference finals rounds are as follows. Bob currently in the pack, ten and four on his series predictions. I'm in second, nine and five. Snipsky seven and seven after sweeping Huge. the conference finals, and we have our official loser, <laughs> J. Bots, who lost both conference finals picks and is now five and nine on the playoffs. It's been a tough run for Bots with the Nips, and then now money dough jiggle, jiggle, and jiggle jiggle it folds
3: yeah i'll be um getting both the uh, bet losses i'll be doing it down in Maryland. let's go these. yeah dude yeah, no you, you're gonna it. get like you're
1: gonna get like hoop earrings and just do the do the dance yeah <laughs> I'm, just, I'm gonna
3: do it re- like right after i get it while i'm still bleeding please. yeah 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 dude, nipples <laughs> red as fuck and you just like <laughs> yeah, you gotta have like band-aids and just rip them
0: off <laughs> <laughs> start it's t- gonna t- hurts. oh that would yeah. fucking uh, kill jumping right in the ocean a lot of content coming from jay bots yeah. though Yo, we'll, we'll content boss, machine huh? yeah. let's
1: yeah. go so j buds mentioned uh the boys are going down the myrtle beach in the next like what two weeks week and a uh, yeah. week and a half yeah. We, yeah. week and a half we're gonna yeah. be down They're there the lots of content coming from myrtle a lot of golf and like J. But says his nipples and uh, little TikTok dance coming your way, so a lot, a lot
0: stay of, tuned. A lot of tin roof. My yeah, a lot of tin roof a lot, tin roof. a lot of tin roof. The boys are heading into their
1: own off season. You know, <laughs> <laughs> we're going golfing.
2: Need yeah.
0: it. We <coughs> have to do a pod down in yeah, The Stanley Cup's still be, going on. Yeah, yeah we, yeah, we
1: should.
3: Live
1: show
0: at least. Nah. Find nah. At at ten, roof, 10 roof live, live show,
1: show. <laughs> <laughs> dude. We should get fucking absolutely <laughs> yeah. blitzed. We should that'd get be nuts. We should get absolutely sizzled and just do a do a live show. Yeah. Did, no, or just go around and start like interviewing people for no reason. We're like, oh yeah, what's your thoughts on the yeah. cup? And we're down in like South Carolina. I one's like, what no, the one, fuck's no that? one
0: follows hockey down there. <laughs> like, who's in it?
1: Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, they'd be like
0: Carolina. Like, is it the Canes? Yeah, they'd be <laughs> no, like, they're not in it. <laughs> I'm like, fuck the Canes. They screwed me. Yeah, but yeah, boys got some content's gonna be pumping out when the boys are down in Myrtle. Should be a great time. All right, want well, to give you guys an update on the um, final results from the conference finals. So we talked about it last pod. Abs. Made mincemeat of the Oilers, swept them four games to none. But then, after being down 0-2 in the series, the back-to-back Stanley Cup champion Tampa Bay Lightning won four straight games to finish off the New York Rangers and are heading to their third straight Stanley Cup Finals appearance. Boys, what was our thoughts on the Tampa-New York series? Yeah, I think uh,
1: I think um, the Rangers woke the beast. Uh, went up 2-0 at home in Madison Square Garden and the Rangers fans are just fugazi like like uh like biz says, and they just got a little ahead of themselves and did some scumbag shit and uh I hate the Rangers. <laughs> yeah, the Ra- like after like I was big on the Rangers until like what like this whole series like I, everything that transpired I like fuck them. But I picked the Rangers unfortunately. I thought they had it. I thought they were going to have a like be like a little shit like a little Cinderella going into the psycho like final, but like I said they woke the beast. Tampa's Tampa and they're going to keep on Tampa. Keep on Tampaing. Whatever the fuck that is. Keep
2: on lightning. All right. Yeah, I I was on it, I feel like, and not to toot my own horn or anything. Uh, <laughs> Vinny's nasty. Yeah, kind of. Legit. Uh, so <laughs> I said, like, once they go, uh, the Rangers get into Tampa, this is where you'll really know who they are. Separates the men from the boys. Yeah, like, yep. you can win two at home. That's cute. But then... Can you win on the road against a team that's been there, done that, won the chip couple times? You know, and yeah, you just—I think they went there a little too cocky. They dominated at home. Went there a little cocky. Thought they were gonna uh, push around the Lightning. They got shut out, Uh, and then uh, they scored only one goal in Tampa. I'm pretty sure. I think it was like eight to one or something. But yeah, me and Coco were on it. Tampa and six. We called it when it was
0: tied, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. You, you camp out against Tampa. They're, they you know, we're, we're, witnessing greatness. What they're doing, yeah. like this, is an absolute historic run. Like it can't go unnoticed. Like three straight Stanley Cup finals appearances. It's just, it's unheard of what they've done, and they've lost like key guys along the way too. Like guys like, oh, they lost Goudreau, they lost Coleman, they lost um, Point Gord, like you know, all these guys, and they're like, oh, they're not gonna be the same team, but they are the same team, and they're right back <laughs> in the mix again. New York started this series out great. They had a hell of a run this postseason. Honestly, hats off to the Rangers. Not really many people expected them to go as far as they did, uh, including myself. I counted them out every series. I, I bet against them. Um, this team will be back soon, though, the New York Rangers, and that's a fact. This team they have right now is built to win. A lot of young studs, a lot of key guys in that lineup. They'll be back here next year for sure.
1: I'd say in like two or three years they're going to win a cup.
0: Yeah, with Shesty yeah. between the pipes foxy in the blue lines a banjo Kreider. like this team's loaded and then, and then you get into the young guns too like and and they could get better there's rumors like Kaner might be coming to New- the big like apple that. like i'd like that t- this this team ain't going anywhere
1: imagine him in a rangers jersey he looks so sick
0: Steve. yeah he was like
1: 88
2: dude available. i'm getting bricked
1: up thinking about it dude imagine <laughs> 88 just like oh geez. yo the
2: way they're treating chicago they're blowing everything up if i'm Kane, i'm like yo get me out of here. yeah Dumpster fire. But dude, you're getting rid of Hagel. Like you're getting rid of uh, who else? Didn't they get rid of somebody else too recently? I can't think of it yeah, on my head. Kirby Doc is a yeah, Car- yeah, 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 around. yeah. That's what you were like saying. They're, they're Yo, stod. what are
1: they doing? Like, like they rid of to Flurry too? Like, yeah, Flurry.
2: Like if I'm, I'm if i'm yeah, this paying, i'm fucking like well yo let's go with the
1: upper management there they, they, they get rid of the zamboni that is like yeah who wants somebody who wants a zamboni we,
0: next, the next thing you know they get rid of the chelsea dagger yeah goal song yeah
1: that's, that'd be criminal that's dude, the best goal song in hockey that'd be fucked that is the best one
0: <laughs> but really in the end the rangers were just overmatched uh they looked dead tired in games five and six like the, it was a completely different team out there They barely had any quality scoring chances. And if it wasn't for Shesty, those games probably wouldn't have been close. Right? Yeah, they scored one goal at the end of game five. Like late on a power play with like a couple minutes left. And then they only scored one in game six. Like there was barely any chances for them to score. Game six, it was just – it was stammer time. Stammer took over. He scored the opening goal. And then what ended up being the game winning goal, just 21 seconds after the Rangers had tied the game, that goal was nasty, dude. The sauce that Kucherov gave him too. Unbelievable. What, the Palakal? No,
2: uh, Stammer. Oh, oh, oh. Hey, and I I said that too. I said Kutra is going to be the difference. Yep. Vinny called everything,
1: apparently. Ah, <laughs> to
2: Lipsky Lipsky listen, Lipsky 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 listen, listen to the Pod. He knows his light. Listen to the Pod. He does know listen his light. Listen to the Pod. Uh, I. His, Here's a funny thing about the Rangers. I knew they weren't going to the Cup when I realized that they didn't have a captain. You're not raising the cup with an assistant captain or alternate. Yeah, I was gonna like, say, when, When's like the last prior. time a
0: team has won a cup without a uh, captain? I don't think it's ever happened. I don't think day. it's, it's ever happened. Let's no. fact check that for us. Has a ever. team ever won a cup without having an official captain? I doubt it. No, but I couldn't. You don't know, know. But really the difference in that series was the leadership and the experience. That was ultimately what decided this series. I said the Rangers' lack of experience was going to catch up to them at some point. They got away with it in the Pittsburgh series when they were down 3-1. to one. They got away with it again in the Carolina series being down three games to two. But it wasn't happening a third time against the reigning champion, Tampa Bay Lightning. That's for sure. And Tort said it best. He said after his Blue Jackets swept Tampa in the first round of the 2019 playoffs that they created a monster. And that's exactly what yeah. the Lightning are. They're a monster. Haven't lost a series since. Fifteen straight series they've won. It's same seen, with Maroon. It's
2: unheard of. You, hit, you see the Maroon stat. Boys. Even
0: with uh, the
2: Blues, he's won 19 straight series. Yeah, that's that's unheard of. Boys. Because that he won that year.
3: Boys, I got the captain facts. Um, NHL clubs just do not win titles without an unquest- unquestioned captain leading the team during the grueling playoffs. But wait. It has happened before when the 1988-89 Calgary Flames won the Stanley Cup. I
0: oh, guess. Lanny McDonald. Yeah, against the Canadians. Was that Lanny McDonald, the alternate? Uh, let me pull that Calgary up. in 88 had no captain. Yeah. Only time. Yep. Or wow. oh, Theo, so, Theo Fleury. Well, yeah, it doesn't happen often. That that's, that's for sure. But it was really just inevitable that the Lightning... We're going to go on to the third straight cup. I and mean, inside Ra- Rangers fans, it just wasn't meant to be a few guys. Rangers fans actually didn't deserve it because of how bad of sore losers they are. Yep. And when they win, it's even worse, dude. They're just so cocky, so arrogant. They love to rub it in your face. But what really proves my point was that that uh, Madison Square Garden fan who's now banned for life when he sucker punched the Lightning yeah. fan, that's a disgrace. City
1: boys down. <laughs> dude, like, when I saw that video... I was like beside myself because obviously I pick Rangers and I said in our group chat right when I saw that, I was like, "Yep, Rangers are losing in six because I was like in my head, I was like, oh, there's no way they're losing six or four, seven. And then after that, I was like, hockey gods are going to bite you in the ass. I'm a huge believer in hockey gods. Dude, doing that shit, man, like there's no there's no fucking place in the game for
3: that. Yeah, Yeah, there's literally
0: one lightning fan surrounded by like a thousand Rangers fans. You're just strutting along like whatever happiest team won. And then this douche friggin' suckers him, dude, knocks him out cold. And then I guess some other guy tried, like, grabbing him because he's like, hey, buddy, you just you suckered someone. a guy. Just killed and someone. I guess he rocked that guy, too, and, like, ran off. That, and then that, security ended up catching him. What a coward. That,
2: that same guy was wearing an Islanders jersey last year. <laughs>
0: yeah, right? Some Staten Island Yo, did you, hear, did you hear
1: at his court hearing he wore the same exact shirt he wore that night? No, he did Yeah, he wore a Rangers <laughs> oh, shirt. Oh, my God. He, he
2: wore, like, evidence. Yeah, there's blood. There's like, like yeah, blood on it.
0: Like, yeah, it, was, it wasn't me. There's was blood on over. <laughs> but jersey. they should.
2: That guy that got knocked out cold They should. The lightning should have him like wave their lightning flag at That'd home. Uh, during the cup. The be next nasty. year when they
0: play the Rangers, he should be like the honorary like yeah, <laughs> yeah. like, w- like w- uh, banner yeah. waver. So yeah, he drops the
2: drops the puck yeah, yeah. at center ice. Yeah. yeah, facts.
0: Yeah, but dude, screw Rangers fans. They're cocky pricks. And then yeah, they're just the biggest sore losers. The silver dude. spoon. They, they can't handle losing. It's like, come on. They're just – no place for that Go stuff. back
2: to your New York City loft, you yeah. clown. <laughs> Hate New York.
0: New York people are just arrogant. All right, boys, we're finally here. Stanley Cup Finals. It's been a long season, and the league's two top dogs are going to be battling it out for Lloyd Stanley. We have the caro Avalanche who have been the favorites to win the Cup for the past two seasons and have now finally made it back to the Stanley Cup Finals for the first time since the 2001-2002 season when they won their last Cup. Then we have the Tampa Bay Lightning, who are looking to become the first three-peat in the NHL since the New York Islanders back in 1982. This is the finals that everyone wanted, and we got it. So buckle up, boys. It's going to be one hell of a ride. It's been a long season. Here we are. So... There's a lot of factors in determining who wins this series. First thing I think is the goalie battle. What do we think about that between the pipes, Colorado, Tampa?
1: Yeah, I, I agree with that too. Because goalies have been kind of shaky for both teams. I mean, not, not both teams. I would say, like, obviously, like Vasilevsky. But like, i mean for like the Avalanche. That's why I'm going to be um, teetering more towards the Lightning in this series because one, like that stat. It'd be the first team to go three peats since since the oil or whatever. And oh the Islanders. Yeah. Islanders, my bad Islanders. Yeah, the Islanders since the eighties. So I history repeats itself, baby. It does, yeah. And uh and I just don't like I just don't like the goalie matchup because Darcy Kemper didn't look sharp at all the whole playoff. And it's just is just the goat. And he's gonna go out there and just shut the door. And and like um, what Vinny said with the Lightning, and everything. I, I've been against the Lightning pretty much the whole playoffs. So I thought they were going to be like, I thought their runs going to come to an end. But it's just Kucher off. Like Brayden Point is coming back to play. Um, I've heard that, so they're, they're going to be um, fully healthy for this for this series. And I, I just like the Lightning.
0: Yeah, I think when you look at goalie battle here, has to go to Tampa Bay. There's a big question mark right now for Colorado on who's getting the nod for Game One. And I hope the Abs are ready. Because they're not facing David Rittich. You're not facing Connor Ingram. You're not facing Vilejuso Husso or Mike Smith. You're facing arguably the greatest postseason goalie of all time in Andre Vasilevsky. Him between the pipes, I think the advantage here has to go to Tampa.
2: I agree. I, I'm seeing the line right now for Colorado minus 150. Not loving that for Colorado because they've been sitting on their ass for a while. And usually the teams that've been sitting are like they play seven game series. They're ready to go. They're not sitting around rusty. Bazalassi between the pipes. Ah uh, man, I I'm so torn between both of these because Lightning, yeah, I like uh, three in a row. That's so hard to do. But the yeah. li- like abs seem like they're like to. Uh, not mixed sports, but like they're like the Celtics coming in here. Right. You
0: know what I mean? So I'm going to go through a bunch of factors that could determine the series. And we'll give our picks at the end. So first, goaltending matchup. Next, you got to consider rust versus rest, kind of what you were just saying. So the Avalanche have had nine days off since their last game. We saw it with Tampa in their last series. They got out to a slow start after having ample time off, and it almost cost them that series against the Rangers. Will we see the same with Colorado, or will we see a tired Tampa Bay team who has had much more of a grueling run through this postseason than the abs have had it could go either way it depends on how you look at it
1: i think no the lightning are just like the most just the reason why they're on this run is because they can just keep on going like they're built for this shit so i i think regardless even if, like you said like oh they might be the entire team going into this i think they're still gonna just take it to them i i think just because john cooper like just the way he he coaches. He's been in this situation twice. He knows how to like get his players ready. He's he's a he's a perfect player coach. He is, his system's just great. So I think I think Stammer and the boys are gonna just go out there and just fucking take it to him game one. Yeah,
0: I mean I said it last time. I said Carl's kind of had a cupcake run through this postseason. So like, are they rested? Are they ready to go? Or is this time off gonna bite them? Are they a little? Are they gonna show up a little rusty tonight? And is Tampa, who's been rolling every series, you know, they're just getting in that groove. Are they gonna come out? And, you know, kind of bring it to the apps.
2: I think uh, the road really defines, like, how you're going to play, too. Like, you swept two teams, right? Yeah, if they swept twice. Lynch, they swept twice. They've yeah.
0: only lost two games as post. Yeah,
2: I mean, I feel like if you're really battling, like, how the Lightning have been battling, it seems like they're at the advantage because I think it means more to them, too. Like, they're like, oh, we just won four straight against the Rangers. We battled. Like, I think it bonds them closer together plus avalanche are low-key kind of banged up no cadre who's kind of like one of those guys who mixes it up for them you know and then cogliano is kind of one of the depth piece he they both have like the same kind of injury like hand injuries so i mean they're getting point back Hagel's probably in play too for lightning uh well uh if i'm the avalanche i'm i'm telling camper he's sitting until franco loses the game yeah.
0: I don't think goalie's been announced yet, but I agree. Yeah. I think you got to go with Francois 6-0 this postseason. Kemper's been having some time off with that eye injury. I wouldn't want to go to him cold off the bench. An
1: eye injury. That's... No, and, 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 and having Kaji and Cogliano, it's bad. I mean, pretty big too because they're both centers. Like, who, mm-hmm. who, who are you going to jump up for two, uh, to fill the two center spots? it could be a big gap. I, I, know, I know the abs are deep, but like, who, who's going to step up? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like,
0: So my next question is, can the Avalanche, their offense... Can they continue this historic pace? The abs have scored over four and a half goals per game this postseason. I talked about the goaltenders they faced earlier. So my question is can they continue scoring at this pace against Vassy and the Lightning?
1: I mean, they do have a high powered offense, but like you said, they, they were playing cupcake fucking goaltenders. Yeah. And in like but, goalies. <laughs> and in ben, Bennington before we got hurt. Which kind of shut, shut them down. Yeah, shut them down. So and Vassilassi is ten times better than Bennington. Like, in Vasile I see he was locked in the last two games against the Rangers. He let up two goals combined in, in, like, the last two games of that series. So, I don't know, man. I think Colorado's going to run to a So I, I think it's still going to be a great series, but I, I don't know, man. Like, Colorado, like if I was Colorado, I'd be kind of nervous.
0: Here's a stat for you guys. Tampa Bay is 3-5 and five this postseason when Vassil allows three or more goals. They're 9-0 and o when he allows two or less goals.
1: Yeah. That, that's a defensive squad. That's a defensive squad. yeah.
2: I mean, they're not as, like, high – like, they – in recent years, they've been more high-powered. But they definitely, like, added some pieces of the deadline that are just, like, fill out the rest of their team. So they do play more defensive. Like, Nick Paul, he's a good defensive player, but he can really bury. You know what I mean? Uh, Plus – what was I going to
0: say? Never mind. You guys can keep going. (laughs) All right. So – Talked about some of those things. You got to look at the matchups, though, the guys in the lineup. So probably the biggest matchup of this entire series is going to be the Sorelli-McKinnon matchup. So Sorelli is far from the most talked about player on the Lightning roster, but maybe he should be. Sorelli has been on the ice for a total of 252 minutes this postseason. In majority of those minutes, he's matched up against Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, Alexander Barkov, Jonathan Huberdeau, Mika Zabanizad, and Chris Kreider, right? some decent household names when Sorelli was on the ice against those guys the lightning led up a total of four goals that's correct four goals when he was on the ice against those guys so the question is can Sorelli shut down McKinnon
1: yeah I mean if he's if he's locking down that many people like like high superstars there's no question he can he can lock him down I know I know McKinnon has high speed but Sorelli is like should be a cell candidate every year he should be he, he's a second he's a second line center he's overlooked over um because you got stammer as first line center so you kind of just got he's kind of overlooked there in that department for the lightning so yeah i've always liked sorelli i've had him on dude he's a great fancy pickup too any people any people next year have, um fantasy draft get Anthony sorelli he blocks shots like you read about um but yeah that that is a hell of a match to look for everyone look out for that that was, that was a good little uh little breakdown coco
0: I mean, it's going to be a tough test for sure, but if Sorelli shut down, you know, Austin Matthews is going to win the hard trophy. I don't see why he can't shut down Nathan McKinnon.
2: I think uh, it doesn't take much to get McKinnon's head from what I've seen him him do on the ice when he retaliates. So, hey, Sorelli can, like, play some mind games, maybe give him a little shove in the back, you know, like let him know he's there. And, I mean, McKinnon's a fast guy, but, like, it seems like you get in his head, he – like, he, he keeps going, but it seems like he just feeds
1: into it. And but, you can't be taking dumb penalties, especially in the Stanley Cup. And the other thing, too, like, McKinnon, yeah, he's got that fast speed. But, like, dude, he played against the Oilers last last um, season that had no defense. He was turning around pylons. Yeah. So, you, you got to face right. Ryan McDonough, Victor Hedman, Mikhail Sergeyev, Foote. Dude, there's so many fucking mooses that the in the back end. Like, so many, like, just seasoned vets, dude. They've had, like, the, the Lightning have had the same decor for the past four years, and they're just fucking locked down. So, Nate McKinnon's not going to have, like, that great of, like, like he's not going to have that much room to, to, to maneuver with.
0: I, I don't think he's going to have as much room as he had in prior series. Like, like Edmonton, practically no one was around that guy yet all day to do whatever he wanted. I think it's going to be a different story against I have,
2: a, I have a fun fact for the Stanley Cup, so... The two, the 2022 Stanley Cup Final will be the NHL's first championship series to include Norris Trophy finalists from that season on either side since 2001. That's Victor Hedman, Kale McCarr, and the last was 2001, Ray Bork versus Scott Stevens. Wow.
1: 21 years ago. Scott Stevens was an absolute just that a out. That guy was a menace. Dude, he legit committed murder on the ice. <laughs> That, that, like it was so fun Watching he, that guy play He ended Paul Correa's career and But like Paul Correa was
2: so fun To watch Barry's. too
0: Korea, that's my favorite Hockey moment of all time it, Gets he, laid out by Stevens Guy's dead on the ice Comes back in the locker room 10 minutes later And he goes Top chi on my bro yeah. after that, the Place he,
1: erupted when he, he went he straight died. to a dark room Right after though They're, yeah, probably, yeah, they're he, like Dude you're done yeah, his, like, his brain was if scrambled If you
2: ask <laughs> if I saw I watched a documentary On Paul Correa And they asked him They're like yeah, like you remember anything after Scott Stevens, he says no.
1: <laughs>
2: Even scoring. Like legit, he doesn't, yeah.
0: he doesn't remember anything. Yeah, his brain was scrambled eggs.
2: Yeah, he probably watches the highlights and he's like, fuck, holy shit. I, I wish did. I remember that.
0: <laughs> One of the best calls of all time, though. Gary Thorne. Yeah.
2: Gary Thorne, bring him back to ESPN. Yeah. He was nasty, he still is. He's off the
1: floor and on the board. Yo,
2: Korea. I guess uh he calls games for the Baltimore Orioles. It's no. Like, what the fuck's he, going on? Yeah. Garbage. Yeah, no, it's like, dude, he and he goes nuts for home runs. It's like I want that hockey call back I right know, now. Dude, yeah, he went from nasty. yelling.
1: He went from yelling at NHL games to being like, all right, so we got a one two count here. Uh. <laughs>
2: yeah, no, and then he's just like Oh, a little bit outside. It's <laughs> and you know how electric Gary Thorne yeah. is too. He makes it seem like he scored the goal. Yeah, an
0: Orioles game with like 30 fans added to it because like the worst team in baseball. Yeah, yeah he's just like, oh, that, that one, that one's a little games. outside. That one's a little outside. I mean, that guy clearly peaked. He peaked back in the 2001. finals. It must be paying oh, no, some no, good that money. On. That was later on. But all right, so one last factor I see in this series is the status of Nazem Kadri for Colorado and Braden Point for Tampa Bay. So I've heard that Braden Point, who has missed the last 10 games for the Lightning is confirmed playing tonight, which would be absolutely massive for Tampa as he's led the NHL in postseason goals the past three years with a monster 30 goals in that span. Kadri has also been a huge piece for the Abs all year long, but a thumb injury from the Edmonton series could keep him out of this series entirely. So how big of a loss would Kadri be for the Abs, and could that swing the series?
1: It would 100% swing the series. Kadri, like you said, has had an unbelievable playoff. He's been like... The best, like he could, he he could have been the best player on that Avalanche roster for the playoffs because he brings so much to, to the ice. Like, yeah, he scores goals, gets in the gritty areas, but he also gets in people like under people's skin. And like in like that play with the with Bennington, yeah, like you could like say whatever, like say if he did it on purpose or he just went hard in than that. I think he just went to harder than the net. So he like that's what he does. He does the hard nosed things, does the right things that leads to certain outcomes to the game. He like he's a huge game game breaker yeah. in my opinion. So.
0: He's had one of his best seasons. That's
1: oh, yeah, 100%. He's lighting it up. Like, if, if, if there's no Qadri for the Avalanche, the Avalanche are going to have a tough time this series.
0: Yeah, he's a big missing piece. And he's not officially ruled out. He could come back uh, doubtful for game one. Could see him at some point in this series. But I think getting point back and having no Kadri, that could be big. The, th- the big
2: thing about both these guys is the power play for each team. Points the bumper. Where like he scores a mass amount of goals because he like guys like Kucherov be on the half wall and then they move to, he moves down and drags defense. And then right in the middle, that's where Braden points sits and all he does is hit one time or goals or just scores goals. And Kadri has the most power play assists or most assists on the team. He has 59 assists, leading the team in 21 power play assists, and yeah. he's plus 13. So it's like Tampa's uh, power play got ten, probably like ten times better with this move. And Kadri, that's a hit. That's yeah. a hit for them, you and, know. And
0: Colorado's uh, power play has been on fire, hitting like a 33% clip this postseason. Yeah. Tampa though, their penalty kills no joke.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. they get after it. So that- Even scammers out there fucking
1: killing penalties. You he, know, like... The PK wins you championships. Like, yeah, like you said, you got, like, Stammer, your own captain. The guy that's supposed to be just, like, a one T from, from the point. Yeah. And he does he's that, out, too. He, he's, out, he's <laughs> out there just taking one off the ankle, getting back yeah, there. Like, like there. getting back on the bench, recouping for 30 seconds, going back out. Like, that that's, like, the difference, man. If you, if you just get, like, just... Put your body on the line, getting getting um, sticks in the lanes, getting like taking pucks, man, eating pucks. That's what that's the difference between winning and losing.
0: Yeah, dude, Stammer has aged like fine one. Like that guy, I mean, he was unbelievable when he first came to the league. Then that unfortunate injury broke his leg; his career could have been over right there. And then, nothing stopped that guy. Came he back, took a couple to the face. Now he's in his third straight cup and he's still killing it like, never, like never late, late
2: 30s <laughs> never left tampa you know yeah, true to through. true to tampa and it, remember, that, remember that bruins uh game seven he took one right in the face yeah went oh. out after to the bars boozed with the with the people of boston <laughs> like you know he he's a warrior he, he he take he doesn't take shit which i love and then he's got that whole locker room under control you got cooper the coach the Cooper probably doesn't have to do too much in that walk room, you know? He just like goes
0: out there and coaches, you know? Yeah. So, after all we talked about boys, who's your pick to bring home the Stanley Cup this year? Champa Bay. Gotta
1: go with Champa Bay. I uh, just just all those stats, like everyone probably listening, me breaking it down so I like, oh, he, like Robbie's stroking off the stroking off the lightning. And I've just been get, betting against them the whole entire playoff and I just think they just like they're destined to go on a little like little historic run here. The way
2: I've been talking about Tampa on this pod, it probably gave it away. I'm going Tampa. I I honestly wasn't gonna until I heard Braden Point was in. When he's in, he's on fire, and he's he's a force to be reckoned with on that power play, and even five on five. You got Vazzy, the way he played the end of the Rangers series. He's on one, and he wants us bad. He's unbelievable. Let's go Champa Bay, like Bob said.
0: Is uh Braden Point the Snipsky X-Fact of this series? Because yeah, he said it was Kutrop Kuch- so. yeah. last yeah, yeah. year, and he went off. Yeah, on.
2: yeah. We'll, we'll say that. We'll say that. <laughs> I'll
1: say Braden Point's the most important player for, uh, in this series. Well, I got, one, I got one more thing to say, too. Have you ever seen Vinny? And Braden Point in the same room though I've oh, never seen yeah. it Yeah. <laughs> so so maybe maybe we'll, Maybe Braden Point's Sitting right next to me right now So I don't know I gotta maybe, get on that red yeah, eye Yeah you know, I'm gonna to this And he's like Oh yeah I gotta go to work like late It's like dude You work in the morning He's like "No, nah, I'm gonna work late And then he like He just gets a red eye Over the fucking Colorado <laughs> No uh, My buddy Wom's Giving me a ride uh, To Colorado After this
0: You going make it there By puck drop? <laughs> <laughs> you got a couple hours Yeah, yeah. No we got it we got it. I mean, this is probably one of the toughest Stanley Cup Finals to pick in a long time, I think. I mean, you got you got the best of the best going at it. That's what it is. You got the the champs, you know, the two-time back-to-back champs versus arguably the best team in the league for the past, you know, few years. They've been right up there, Presidents Trophy winners, but last year, yep. almost won it again this year. The the Abs are a wagon. They're no joke. They're no cupcake. I know they've had a bit of an easy ride, but The abs are legit, but looking at the stats, looking at the goalie battle here, looking at Russ first rest, looking at, you know, the matchups, Sorelli, McKinnon, looking at the injuries with uh, with Cadre, point coming back this is one of the greatest runs in NHL history and i don't think it stops here it's tampa mm-hmm. bay for the three p everyone in the world too wants to see tampa bay lose everyone wants colorado to win mm. fuck that i'm on tampa been with tampa this whole postseason not stopping yeah, now me too tampa bay gets it done because yeah.
1: in seven and the and the other thing too we all we were all in witness greatness right with tom brady and the patriots dude i love i love seeing a dynasty I think it's kind of sick. Hey. You know what I mean? Like, we, we lived it, yeah. like, in our hometown. Now we get to see it happen. And, like, it's just funny how, like, Brady went from Boston, did it not here, and then he, he moves down Tampa and then starts going down. It's what's like what's happening in Tampa. Yeah, it just yeah fall- greatness, greatness it follows off, Brady, yeah. dude. So
2: Brady's in Tampa. Yeah. Tam- if Brady goes down there, whatever he touches turns to gold.
0: You know what it is? People just hate seeing other people win. And people hate yeah. seeing other people thrive. They hate it. They're just haters. You can't hate on the Lightning. You got to respect it. They're, just a, respect. they're They're a dynasty, team of greatness, one of the most historic you know dynasties in all of the NHL. Have, they're right. going to etch yeah. their name up there with the, with the Edmonton yeah. Oilers, with the New York Islanders who won four Stanley Cups in a row. Next up is the Tampa Bay Lightning. It's been a while. It's been about 40 years since we've seen this. So history I, I, I think history repeats itself. They're due. Tampa again. I'll put Tampa, I'll put Tampa
3: mostly built, not bought, too. You got
0: yeah. yeah. Yep. A lot of those guys are core guys that they, you know, are, you know, homegrown roots. Abs, abs. will have their shot again. I think it's not their time. Yeah. Not yet.
2: I, I'll put I'll put a not number yet. on the games too. Since you guys did, I'll say I'll, I'll give six games for Tampa. Yeah, I'll go Tampa six. Uh, Tampa, so Tampa, I have a fun. I have a good fact though, like, and it involves Tampa. Already did this. Only four NHL preseason favorites over the past 30 years have gone on to win the Stanley Cup. The 2020 Lightning, 2015 Blackhawks, 2002 Red Wings, and 97 Wings. So, two te- two, wing- two Wings teams have done it. Are the Lightning in the next? Might
1: be. Maybe.
0: We'll see. I'm going with Tampa. They've been my, that's been my team. I was down there earlier this year. I witnessed Emily Arena. I witnessed mm. the... The Tampa Dynasty, can't go against them now. We don't need to hear Butts pick because he's in dead last. You don't want to hear it anyways. He's going to pick the Predators. <laughs> well, it looks like for the first time this postseason, I think we have a consensus from the boys. consensus. Ring the bell. Consensus. Ring it. For the record, we'll say Butts is on Colorado.
2: Yeah, he might. He probably, he'll probably. he probably say that when he's down in Myrtle doing his uh, dance.
1: Hey, hey, Butts, who, who do you want to win?
0: I got the lightning. No. Damn
1: it. All right. It's a little (laughs) concession.
0: All right. I think it's time for one of our final segments today. And that's Bob's fun fact of the day. Bob, why don't you take us away? Okay. Well,
1: insurance pays for man's dishonesty in this fact. A woman who caught an STD while getting laid with her now ex boyfriend and her Hyundai Genesis was just rewarded $5.2 million by a Missouri court. The car was insured by GEICO, and the court ruled that the insurance company will have will have to pay the damages on the dude's behalf. So this girl, well, this guy, we'll just say, let's go with the guy's perspective. This guy banged his girlfriend in her car, gave her an STD, didn't tell her that he had an STD, and then she went and sued him for $5.2 million, and his GEICO insurance had to pay for it. not oh, <laughs> that nuts that's dude comedy. geico geico probably got there. I was like, oh, that was oh that's never gonna happen like this is never gonna go through and then like just like there was probably a massive loophole and then they probably had to fix that right after isn't that nuts it's a
0: tough bit for geico
1: i know like dude. that guy like that guy looks like a scumbag but he's at the like, same time he just didn't have to pay it like, he's
2: like dude you just like i'd rather you hit a car dude than do some shit like that yeah. come on they're going to look over their privacy policy and be like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah. It's,
0: it's no longer yeah. 15 minutes can save you 15% or less. It's 15 minutes or less can, could cost you $5 million. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus, dude. That's tough.
3: Yeah,
1: wow. Geico, its next <laughs> commercial is like, hey, uh, if you if you sign with Geico, please use a rubber in your car. <laughs> Yeah, they're gonna be having their own condoms.
2: Yeah, if
0: you have uh, insurance with Geico, it's just gonna come with like a pack of condoms, like in the in the, yeah. Yeah, in yeah. the glove box <laughs>
1: yeah, in the glove box. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let's go. Oh, UDL the, boys, the, the boys at UDL just showed up. Good shit. Shout out UDL. UDL,
2: what's, what's up? up? What up, Troy? The for
0: you guys. Hey, Hello. appreciate Fantastic. it. Bring it in here. Bring it in. Yeah, here. yeah. Bring him in here. Bring yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. The the former guest, the UDL boys, bringing in some fresh guys. merch. Vids. Let's go. Oh, this is so a fresh.
3: Hey,
0: that was right was right this one? Yeah, hell yeah. Cocoa. Yeah. The big one, yeah. We got, we got
1: the J. jersey. Oh, yeah. oh, so. buy me oh yeah.
0: Did you get 69? I'm opening up live. No, someone right else here. got it. I think There's I got, nine. I got double nines, man.
1: Oh, that's Close pretty good.
3: Right oh,
0: you, got hey, the, you, you got the Gretzky? Yeah, I got Gretzky. Oh, no. Buck's Gretzky. I'm assuming you went 9 or Coco? No, I think someone had it. I think I went 29. Hey, appreciate it. Some some fresh merch from the UDL boys. So tune in. Let's go. 29. Hey, oh, I'm about to put my order in. I didn't know they put
1: their orders yeah. in. I guess I got to put mine in. 99.
3: Nasty. Is 91
1: available, Troy?
2: Oh yeah, yeah. How, How much are they? They're 40 dollars 42. Bucks. Oh, all right. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. I'll, send I'll send you a Venmo. Is eight available?
1: I don't think. Like yeah, a that's a single out. digits. Yeah, I feel 88, like. Eighty-eight. You know, I'll go 88, eighty-eight. Eighty-eight. Yeah. I'll uh, go, uh, pasta? I'll go. no, nah, <laughs> no nah, I don't care about pasta. I want <laughs> I, I, Vasilevsky. Linjaz. <laughs> page to remind me, so I, so
2: I, Yo, uh, I'll put I'll, I'll put the info in the Venmo I'll be like right. Snipsky, uh, ninety-one, <laughs> and I'll send you the I'll send you the, you uh, Venmo.
1: the I'll do it right yeah. now. Yeah, I'll yeah, yeah, we'll send him over right now. Yeah, got you, bro.
2: Nasty yeah, yeah, And awesome. you gotta come in Like you just did Before yeah, the next one be like <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah right? <laughs> Yo same time Same time next week so, yes,
0: <laughs> so I know you viewers Are asking oh, no, I,
2: I bet they take a while
0: I bet they take a while <laughs> Nah a couple weeks It'll be here. Yeah, yeah, huh? like 3-4
1: weeks
2: Oh yeah, least, oh, it's yeah. No quick, rush No
0: rush. Quick turnaround <laughs> Alright man Nice seeing you bro <laughs> So I know you viewers Out there are like Damn that jersey's nasty How do I get my hands on one You head over to the UDL podcast Or UDL league Podcast uh instagram i don't know the uh, actual handle off the top of my head but just search udl on instagram you'll find it hit them up you can get your own custom udl jerseys things are fresh all right so as always we'd like to thank our producer hedge better industries they continue to revolutionize the sports betting industry so if you haven't already be sure to go check them out over at www.hedgebetter.com that's www.hedgebetter.com also don't forget to buy your tickets now for Kings of Combat on July 16th at Doherty Gym in Braintree, Mass. Doors open at 1 p.m. for the exhibition fights, which are being headlined by none other than the hometown hero, Bobby Lights Out Lang. His opponent is currently to be determined, but I'm hearing some potential. He might be fighting former NHL player and local legend Billy Tibbetts. Oh, are we? Don't want to miss that and the following show. Following the exhibition <laughs> fights will be the pro card headlined by Anthony Hines who's currently 8 and 0 in his pro boxing career, Marcus Bates, Eric Goff who's also 5 and 0 undefeated, and Donnie Palmer aka Dorchester Donnie. Go get your tickets or order your pay-per-view now at www.kingsofcombat.com or visit the Kings of Combat Instagram page and click on the link in their bio. People are calling this the must-see event of the summer. So go get your tickets now before it's too late. July 16th, Doherty Gym. We'll see you there. Let's go. Kid never misses an ad read. Never, ever. (sighs) All right. I think that just about wraps it up for today. We hope you enjoyed another episode of the High Slot Podcast. Be sure to go check us out over on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at High Slot Podcast for more daily hockey content. Thanks, everyone, and uh, we'll see you next time.
1: Thanks, everyone. Peace. Thank you. Later.